SV Pod Road Game. Stand for Steve alongside living on Tulsa time. How's your inbox? <laughs> Had to had to log into the old corp account here and um that's your espn email address that's the one just a heads up if you've sent me something there in the last oh i don't know five or six years (laughs) didn't didn't catch it how many emails you got in there unread uh So if I'm behind on like the compliance training and stuff, I'm, we'll get that. We'll get you sorted out. Uh, if you had an urgent matter, I hope it resolved itself. Sorry. As I used to put on my out of office message, hey, it's Scott, I'm going to be in Tulsa for the week. If you have an urgent matter, please just call my cell phone. If you don't have my cell phone number, we don't know each other well enough to have a matter that would be urgent. Right? Yeah, that's very good. So anyway, 36,730. Uh, but here we are in Tulsa. Tulsa. Southern Hills, PGA Championship, a record fifth time hosting the PGA Championship. And ladies and gentlemen, I am here to tell you, our golf insider, Stanford Steve, was out. We were walking on this Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Walking with a, we had uh, Taylor Gooch, Max Homa, Sandra Shoffley, Patrick Cantley. That was the uh, the foursome that was out. We we started on ten. That's the back, obviously, and we worked our way to eighteen. Uh, let the folks out there know what uh, your trained golf insider eye uh, noticed. I golf. think the course is immaculate. It's really, good. I really do. Like it's it's it's. I here's right here. I'm, I think it's hard to lose a ball out here. Fairways are huge. Huge fairways. You know, yeah, like it. I'm watching those. And I'm like, oh, they're still using the same ball. How would I be doing? It's well, hard to lose a ball here. Well, it's a different game, Steve. They're, they're, I understand they're not, that. They're not expecting to lose a golf ball. They are not. I am. Well, you're not playing. But when I'm watching guys play, I go, look through my eyes. I see. Didn't No one lost a ball while we were out there, did they? No. No. Uh, wind. Yeah. Going to be a factor. There you go. That j- job Going to be a down. factor. High ball hitters. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about them. Give me a key, a thought on a key this week's going to be what? What do you have to do, Steve? Tell me the word. Flight. You got to flight the ball. There you go. <laughs> Beat the wind with flight. Got to flight your golf ball. Always comes back to flights on this podcast. That's what it's about. (laughs) Last week we talked about landing them. Now we're talking about doing it with your ball. This is great. So I get here. (laughs) I get here on Sunday night. Late. Come out Monday. Walk the front nine. Brian Harmon, his caddy, Scott Tway. Scott Tway's been out here for, I've known him since my golf channel days. Somehow you walk or you walk with just one guy. You chit chat about everything. Brian's awesome. He's a huge a sports fan and all the rest. So we're talking about his Georgia Bulldogs. We're talking about this and that. Something comes up about landing a plane. <laughs> and for two holes, we had the conversation that you and I had last week. Could you land a plane? And and Brian's convinced that he could. Turns out Scott Tway, has, in his days before he was a caddy, was a pilot. Oh, so what did he said, say? He said, yeah, you're good. It's like there's this, there's that, and there's rudder. Rudder is apparently very important. 
And he explained how his first solo flight, when he landed, he thought he was going to run into a jet and then he pulled it, pulled right back up. And he said his instructor just got in his ear and said, rudder. Apparently rudder is very important. Okay. But Brian explained that if you got on the headset comms, that you, you don't have to push any button that they just, everybody would, would be aware of what's going on and you'd be able to make mayday, mayday, Stanford Steve here at the wheel. How do I land it? And I told him, you're, you're somebody would get me home that you have to, well, you, there's no option. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that we, we, we covered that part of the conversation last week. So that's one kind of flight out here. Ball flight is going to be important. Um, it's a, it's a really good golf course. Yeah. I, I like it a lot for those that are familiar with it. You, they had the U S open here in 2001. Uh, that was the one Retief Goosen missed a two foot putt and made it a playoff with Mark Brooks had to come back on Monday. Um, you were an ESPN employee then? I was. I had, I think I had a soul patch and bad hair. <laughs> Not great. Different suits we got for this trip? A little nicer. <laughs> Let's just say that it's not, not nearly as heavy. Uh, like that, that was back pre, that was back when the khaki was a heavy, like burlap. Got it. As opposed to the lighter fabrics that you, you, you enjoy these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played the 2007 PGA here. Tiger Woods won that. And it looks very different this year uh, than it did that when they had it here last time. I don't want to make this too inside golf because not everybody that's listening is a huge golf person, I understand. Uh, I just, but I just think aesthetically it's a beautiful golf course. It looks awesome. It's going to present itself really well on television. And to me, it's a question of how much does the wind blow? They, they, they have options of how they want to set this golf course up. They've stretched it out. There's some longer tees, but based on wind. Um, I will do a little inside golf. Kerry Haig, who's in charge of the PGA and their golf course setup, I think they do as good a job as anyone in the game in terms of tournament setup. They make it fair. They don't care. If you can shoot a good number, great. Go ahead. As opposed to, say, the USGA, which through the years has shown that they're they're going to make it really hard. And they can say they don't care what the score is. They do. They do. They do. But there's not much rough. Uh, there's no rough around the greens. There's a lot of runoff. You're going to have to be precise. A lot of runoff. Runoff and ball flight. No, there's not a lot. Of, I'm saying there's not trees. They, they they minimize the trees. There you go. Uh, but the, you know the rough where it is, it is pretty deep. But there's not a lot of it. But like the back end of those greens, what was the uh, 17? Mm-hmm. That back that back of the green. You don't want to be back there. No, there's, I mean there's. I mean any the, the bunkering is is it's uh, it's a line of defense. You don't want to be in them, and you don't want to. You just you don't want to be on the wrong side of holes for sure. Uh, but it's interesting. Like I, I, walking it, I, I'm. I think I heard Jim Nance say this on a podcast this week that he he thinks somebody will shoot sixty four. Somebody's going to shoot a low score. Like someone's going to shoot a number. You go, huh? I didn't think someone would go that low. They will because they, that's what these guys do. This is the this is the level of talent that's out there. There's so many different people that are capable. Not like last week in in down outside of Dallas where it looked like multiple people might get to 30-something under. It's, not, it's obviously not like that. No. But, I mean, rounds in the 60s, people are going to shoot them. Two things. You said these guys and how talented they are. Scott, mm-hmm. the biggest thing all day today, we're out there for hours. The 
ball when it hits their club. I can't ever make it sound like that. No, it's, it's incredible how distinct that sound is when these guys hit it. Yes. That the observation is the sound of the ball coming off the driver face when it's, when it's hit absolutely square and flush in the face. It sounds like a cannon shot. I mean, you're sitting – I was sitting directly behind Cantlay – excuse me, uh, Xander on the tee oh. on 18, and he hit a bomb. And Homa hit a bomb. And they had 210 in to this hole. It's a par four. And it's uphill dead into the wind. And one of the competitors that we were with just said, this hole is a beast. And laughed. And I said, yeah, it's, a, it's all you want. And on Sunday, it'll be the 72nd. Mm. Somebody's going to head to that hole, theoretically, up a shot or tied, needing to make a par or whatever the case may be. I mean, it's, it's a it's a – quite a finishing hole um but i just I, I just love what it looks like yeah exactly and again i think i think visually it's going to set up nicely for the people who like to watch it We're, we start first thing in the morning thursday on espn plus for the folks that have been with us since we've had this event which started at harding park out in san francisco you guys know what to expect golf shots we know what you want you just want to see ball in the air ball rolling on the green we got you so we're going to be here. If you, if your guys playing early, we got you. If your guys playing late, we got you. We're here from sun up to sundown. Two questions. Yes, sir. Nine under win it. I was asked that earlier. I think that would be the lowest score ever. I don't think anyone's ever got to double digits here. I think someone gets to double digits. Really? Yeah. And I'm saying that just because. Okay. I have no idea how much the wind's going to blow. If mm-hmm. it does, then then it won't. Like if it really blows, then no, you're not going to get there. I just have a feeling that 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 that's that that's going to happen this year. Okay. And, and and it's based off nothing. Right. You know, you've called how how long have you covered golf? I mean, over twenty years. It's been a while. Nothing. Based on nothing. <laughs> no. Well, I'm just saying this this week. I just I just. It's not like it's going to rain. It's not like the golf course is soft. But walking it the last two days, it, it's not like the super fiery. The greens aren't going to roll super fast. Um, I don't know. I think I think I think double digits can be had. The, the the thing that always happens, and we joked about this as we walked with the group, is you you see Homa can't lay Gooch, oh. play, and you go some somebody in this group is going to win. <laughs> Now, if you walked with Spieth, Scheffler, you know, Tiger, and pick somebody, John Rahm, you'd be like, somebody's, somebody in this group's going to win. Because everyone in the group is really good at golf. Yeah. And uh, in this case, Max won when he was in our neighborhood at mm-hmm. Avenel. C- Cantlay could have won at Harbor. At Harbor Town, missed a putt on 18 to win it outright. Spieth got him in a playoff. But, but he, he and Xander Schauffele went down to New Orleans and won a team event. And Xander shot, I think, roughly 54 on Sunday. <laughs> it, was, it was in the mid-50s. Actually, it was 61. Uh, not good enough to win, but good enough to go from a zillion shots out of it to he posted the, the – he was a leader in the clubhouse, but there, everybody shot nothing last week, so he didn't win. But – if somebody if, if somebody in that group was the winner, would it be a shock? No, not at all. But you'll have them. 
You just fire on top 20s. There you go. You, you just want to you support your friends and see them do well. And if they do well, then you get to go, hey, who won, who won a top 20? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> All right. Mom, important questions here. Yep. What time is that first Diet Coke crack Thursday morning? Well, that's when I wake up. Obviously, it'll be really push. before you leave the room. Oh yeah, really? Now this is an that's important five thirty a.m. Well, it's how the day begins. All right. This is a very important question for people. It's philosophical. Do you brush your teeth before you have something to eat, or after, or like? Because I, I'll answer both. That's a great answer. Because if you eat and like drink orange juice with oh. a morning mouth, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> it, it, you have disgusting morning mouth. But then somebody would say, "Well, if you brush your teeth and then you drink orange juice, well, that's disgusting too. Probably a bad combo." That is. Well, that's why you drink diet coke, Steve. Ah, that's why you start your day with a diet coke. <laughs> so I get up first thing, brush the teeth, then we start us get a swig of the diet. Thursday could be. Thursday could be a record-setting day. Yeah, because there's no hot. doubt it's hot. It's hot in Tulsa, and um, you know we're going to be sitting here calling golf shots, and there's nothing to do but swig on a diet coke. It's 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 a double-digit day for sure. Oh God, you're I'm you're going to drink twenty plus. No, yes, no, you will. No, that's enough. That that's too much. It's too mm-hmm. much caffeine. I need to talk about Tulsa. Let's talk. I don't know what's going on in Tulsa. It's it's now I I I'll know more after tonight. Yeah, because this is exciting. Mm-hmm. You and me and some others. I don't know who else is going to be part of it. I'm very. I'm actually nervous. I'm bringing a professional eater with us. Oh, good, Tom Angle. Oh, that guy can go. We're we're gonna we're gonna meet our internet friend. Yeah, Bunky Perkins. Now. This is where you realize how weird the world is. Mm-hmm. Bunky's a great follow on Twitter. Very funny person. Hilarious. He's an Ole Miss rebel. Yep. And he's from Tulsa. He could be seven feet tall, or he could be a little person. He could be Asian, Latino. He could be black, white. He could be 100 pounds. He could be 500 pounds. I have no idea. No earthly idea who Bunky Perkins is. And they realize how weird it is, this world we occupy where you, you, I, I don't, I think of him like, oh, that's my friend Bunky. Well, I don't know Bunky. I mean, Bunky may come tonight in a tank top and chew with his mouth open. Yeah. And just have 15 schlitz. I don't know. No idea. But we're heading out to see what Tulsa's got to offer with old Bunky Perkins. And I'm going to get a steak the size of your head. As you should. Um but like, I don't know the city well. I just know that on my dr- my drive in, the first day, I just kept looking around, going, "Huh, what? What do we got here? We got what? I'm gonna give this guy a pop. Ron's Burgers and award-winning chili. Oh, they got you know what they got? They're the home of the sausage cheeseburger. Now, is that what ratio? What percentage of hamburger to sausage is in there? I don't know. Maybe mm. is, if it's a is it just a sausage? Probably patty? just sausage patty burger. I guess. What do you like, put on that? Cheese. Well, I don't. Ron is the home of it. Oh, all right. Also home of award winning chili. Who gave Ron that award? I don't know. Is it? Is you just 
feel good about yourself. I award myself this chili. I don't know. But as I drove by, I said, hey, there's old Ron's chili spot. And then over here, we got a tire store. And then over here, there's a, we got bail bond over here. There's a dispensary. Oh, if you would like to smoke, you, you, you're good here in Tulsa. Tulsa. They have got you covered. Okay. Lots, lots and lots, lots of spots to, to get a, a dime bag. Um, <laughs> then there's the Arkansas River on our right, which I'm told you cannot swim in or walk in. They used to have a raft race, but they stopped that because mm. there were some issues with the river. What's in the river? Stuff that shouldn't be in it, apparently. No. But there's the Arkansas River. Don't go in it. No. There's a big bridge that comes halfway across it and stops halfway, right? Looks like a scene in, like, Batman where they blew up the, the road to Gotham. <laughs> then there's these one house that has these carvings of what looks like horses just sort of by the po- – Oh, yeah, I saw I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? What's that? But, I don't know. But it just seems – apparently it's just a guy did some – some carvings there and I'm driving down the road and I'm like, this is a town that's got some stuff going on. It's yeah. intri- some eclectic combination. Original. Yeah. There's art deco as well. A lot of that. Then downtown sort of like Hartford in that I am legend where it seems like maybe it's desolate. desolate. Yeah. There's a couple streets that are just. And I see, is that the room where those bald headed people sleep until the night comes and they come out and want to eat your face off? <laughs> Because I didn't, there's, there's not a lot happening in the downtown. Although I think the Eagles were here last night. They were. There are a lot of folks that could not <laughs> wait to hear. A lot of happy people. They wanted to hear. <laughs> Hotel California? That's not that song. Come on. They sing that, though. They do. But the, right. the, I, the, the guitar riff I was just doing was Life in the Fast Lane. Come on. Oh, I know that one. Okay. Good song. I have a tease for later. The Eagles, music Eagles have some later. bangers. Don't sleep on the Eagles. They got some bops and some bangers. Bops and bangers. That's what the Eagles have got. They were here in Tulsa last night. I just need Monkey to set me straight on what I'm seeing yeah. all around town because we'll I'm, I'm interested in it. People are very friendly. Uh, lots of lots of chit chat out there. Met a lot of nice fans of the program. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, and as I've explained in the past, grandma was from a little town in Northeast Oklahoma called Miami. And some man said to me here, he, he bizarre. He said, you, he said, what was her name? I said, my grandpa's name. Well, my grandma's name. And I explained my great grandfather, what he did. I said his name. He's like, he knew what he did. And I said, Bobby damn somebody. Wow. My great grandpa was famous in Miami. I like that. Me too. He was an awesome guy. Shout out to Pappy. Uh, so we've, we've enjoyed it. I just, I can't figure out some of the things like what happened to the river. Let's, let's get the river back. Imagining soon. stuff got into the river that yeah, wasn't let's, supposed let's, to get into the river. Uh, we want to sort that out so we can get our raft race going again. Maybe build that, build that bridge. We're going to dilute side. the river. You got to fix it. You got to purify the Arkansas yeah. river. Okay. And, um, the carvings I'd, I'd like to know. Yeah. I don't know those. what the carvings are. Do you see how much a beer is here? $19 for a Mick ultra. I mean, that seems kind of steep. That's not, I mean, they're be, big ones. They're tall. Yeah, boys, they're tall boys, but 19 bucks. This for humidity. Yeah. And the suds, that's not a good mixture. There was a dude sitting at the bus stop with no shirt on that had a, a he had the henny out and you could get a slug of that. I will pass on that. Yeah, it was, 
room temperature henny at the bus. <laughs> so um, love Southern Hills. Fascinated by the city of Tulsa. Going to yes. find out. Going to find out a little bit more about it. Going to meet Bunky. Yep. Find out what is what's Bunky look like. What's Bunky's whole constitution all about? Um, if something horrible happens to me in Stanford, Steve, it was Bunky. Yeah. Blame him. Blame or her. We don't even know. No. Somebody asked me. We about don't. That. I said, like, what if you get catfished? I was like, nothing. I don't. No one has my account information. <laughs> I don't think they're going to knock us out and harvest our organs and so, like take us up to Broken Arrow and we wake up with a mm. down a kidney. We don't want that. No, hell no. I need both of them. Do I have two kidneys? Yeah, I have two, right? It's my liver only got one up. Correct. Um, so here we are. No credit. What? Can't get credit at the casino. Uh, that's a bummer. I just want to say to the casinos across America, if we come to your town, all right, and we're looking to establish credit, how are you all this bad at business? Extend credit. I sign my name to a marker. I lose that money. I will sign my name again. You give me more money. Again, cycle is repeated. Bills are mailed and ignored. We end up in court. Court dates are made and ignored, right? That's early Kyler. Uh, but I met a guy out here because we, we put out a little, you know. Oh, flyer. We, yeah, just, hey, we need to know where, where can we get some gaming yeah. somewhere in Oklahoma. And um, guy came up very nice, gave me a card. And he said, hey, we're going to set this up. I said, awesome. What do I need to do? Yeah, we don't, we don't do credit. Like, what? How are you guys this bad at this? You, you just set it up in the back. It's free money. I, I'm free gonna, money. I'm going to lose. And I'll sign my name again because I'm unflappable. See? But I'm not. What am I going to wire you? I'm not sending you money. No, no, no. You give me money. And then if I lose it, then I pay you back with an agreement. Yeah. But, but just I don't understand why they make it difficult. Um, it's the models in Atlantic city and, and, and Las Vegas fairly well set up mm. Connecticut. We had lines of credit in Connecticut, big shout, lines, shout out to Uncasville. Been a while. Been a while. You're never going to go back there. No, haven't been back to the state of Connecticut since I left. And you won't be, I mean, something will happen. Okay. But it, I just, it's, it's, it's upsetting because we'd love to do some gaming. That's not going to happen now. Um, we'll I find something. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. You know what we're going to do? We'll watch some playoff games. I was just going to say, you start basketball or hockey, where do you want to go? How about this? How about the fact that on Sunday you had two Game 7s in the NHL and you had two in the NBA? Both games in the NBA were blowouts, and both games in the Stanley Cup playoffs were overtime games. 
which is why both you and I, who have never skated, love the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's just mm-hmm. incredible. The, the the level of of fight is 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 preposterous. I shout out Ottinger. Oh, that's an all time performance from Dallas. All timer. Calgary was the right side. They were supposed to win. I mean, yeah, he did everything he could to give Dallas a chance. And now you get the Battle of Alberta, which just feels like, fr- from a U.S. rating standpoint, I don't care if people watch it or not. Obviously, we prefer you did. But Edmonton against Calgary is going to be – like, we're not – we shouldn't use the term war. I get it. There's real wars. Mm-hmm. But, but as much as it can be on ice, that's what it's going to be. Um, and it's then, awesome. And then you get – like, you want to you want to try to take the lightning out? Good luck. <laughs> How do you get rid of those guys? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I want to see what that injury is to point because that's a big one. He's but the I most mean, goals of anybody in the most last 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 in a game seven. Holy moly, monster! It's the first time he even gave up a goal. I think like in the last four. I think he had all shutouts. How about your Toronto? Like what? I, I, what are you supposed to do with that? I don't get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, does this mean they stink? No, of course no. it doesn't. They're excellent. They got a, they've got not just one great player. They have multiple great players. They have a great regular season. But they can't win or they cannot win a playoffs game, a series. I beg your pardon. It's, but look at that sport, though. Look at what that sport is. It's it's no secret. I root for the Capitals. Capitals lost the last three games. They led two to one with three minutes to go to go up three one. They hit the post with an empty net. Florida ties it and wins in overtime two two. Caps have a three nothing lead in game five. No team in the, in the NHL had more comebacks this year than the Panthers. They come back and score four, get an empty net, or win five three. Caps have a one nothing lead in Game Six, a two one lead in Game Six. Then Florida goes ahead. Caps frantically tie it, and they lose in overtime. So the last three games of a series, you lose in six. You you lose twice on your home ice in overtime in the middle when you had a three nothing lead on the road. And that's the difference. And that's the eight seed, mm. right? Like you're the one seed. That's that's what you had to go through to win one playoff series. So I think. I think winning a playoff series in the Stanley Cup, unless you're the Colorado Avalanche, I guess, it's just it's it takes so much to do to win just four games. Yeah, I feel like in the I feel like in the NBA it's different. Not that the guys don't care as much. It just feels like certain matchups are such you just not you're not you can't beat them. Yeah, I mean, it, and that's why I was upset at the Memphis Golden State series taking so long because it didn't need to. You know, like Jow's out, Golden State went, got beat by 50. And then uh, the game before that, they play like poop and they still win. And then game six, you know, struggle, struggle. All right, fourth quarter comes, you get Clay, and they win. Like, to me, the better team, obviously, like, just get it done with. You know, but, they, I mean, they were playing with fire there for a little bit. Yeah, but I, that's to me, that's just credit to a Memphis team that showed you that somehow they could be they could be great without Jaw, which is incredible. I mean, I've seen people. I don't know if they're serious. Like they're better without Jaw. Well, just don't don't, don't say that out loud because mm. people if people can hear you say that, then they're going to go. Well, that what's wrong with that person? Yeah, because you can be good without a star doesn't mean you're better without him. You're not. John Morant. Make helps make you better. The fact that they could be as good without him to, is credit to Tyus Jones and to that entire Memphis team. Coaching staff. I, I all, all respect to Memphis. Um, but just the way Golden State looked in the two games they won sandwiched around that gigantic loss, it, it, it opens enough of a question in my mind, like, I don't know. 
Can you beat Dallas? The, the problem for Dallas is just how many times is Dinwiddie going to have the game seven game? Can you count on that again? Are you going to be able to get a game like that from a uh, Dorian Finney-Smith? Is is Brunson going to be able to give you that game? That I don't know. I, I that, that's that's what you're going to have to get because they got it in Game Seven, which you you can lose Game Seven if you're Phoenix, but I mean. I don't understand. I don't know what you do organizationally. Like, if you're Toronto and you lose, and you bang your head against the wall, like, what? I don't know what we have to do to win a series. Yeah. That would be incredibly frustrating. But you lose, you win 60-some-odd games. You're the one seed. You won the most in the NBA. You went to the finals last year. It's game seven at home, and you're, you're down 40-plus points on your home court. I just don't know what you do with that. It's easy to say flush it. I don't know how you get past it. it it's so... Weird, Scott, because there was no doubt the whole NBA season, one team was the best team. Phoenix. Phoenix was the best team without question in the regular season. And then you just see how good this league is with matchups, with playing a team again, making adjustments. That's the key and word because they hunted just- Luka early and, and Dallas figured out a way to, to absorb that and make their own adjustments that Phoenix couldn't answer. It was it was just really fascinating to watch. If I gave you first pick to win the title, who are you picking? That's so funny. Run a draft? <laughs> let's let's do a draft. Snake draft or no? I mean there's four teams. All right. It's gotta go one, 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 one. Okay. You go first. Ah, I wanted you to go first. Of course, that's why. Um I'm taking Golden State. That's interesting because I said, I asked who's going to win. I I said, I think whoever wins the East wins. The Celtics are a 185 favorite. And they don't have home court. I understand that. And they just played and they're playing tonight on the road. That's a crazy dynamic for that. I, I find the Tatum, the elevation of Tatum to what he's become. I mean, he's a true superstar. Mm-hmm. But like, so so Miami doesn't have a singular guy like that. But Butler's capable. I mean, mm-hmm. like Butler's absolutely been that guy, just not as consistently. He doesn't get you know forty that often. I mean, I'm picking second. I'll, I, I take Boston and shrug. All right, I'll take Miami. Right, and then I get Dallas. I see. I, but I don't. I don't. I. Blindfold yourself and pull names out of a hat, and and I feel I feel just as confident about it. I really, I don't know. I, I do I think, think one thing: people crush Danny Ainge about Boston and this, that, and the other thing. Didn't Danny Ainge wasn't he responsible for figuring it out to get Tatum, Dayton, yeah, drafting Jalen Brown, getting yeah. Will, getting Williams, getting Marcus Smart? I mean, <laughs> they did a pretty decent job oh. cobbling things together there in Boston, and they did an amazing job this year going from where they were around the holidays when they were just sort of this indifferent tread water team to what they are now. And they didn't go out and get somebody big. Yeah. They got Tice, who was a guy who had played there. So I did like him and Horford. They bring two guys back. Derek White they got, but he hasn't really done much, but they did it through perseverance, which is awesome, which you don't see a lot in the league. It's always like, Oh, we don't have that other guy. We got to go go get get somebody else. No, they didn't. They didn't. They just buckled down and they played defense. They're the best defensive team. Uh, 
through the season. I thought when in this run, I think it was 33 and 10 to end the season. Um, I just like the idea of their offensive capability more than Miami. Miami seems to have those lulls. Like, you know, I think they lost to Philly and Butler scored 40. Like that, that can't, that's not going to happen. You can't let that happen if you're Mm -hmm. Miami against Boston. You have to win those games when Butler scores 40. I just, from a, from a network that's going to have the finals, I think that no matter, I said you could pull names out of a hat and I'd feel as, as, uh, as confident as I am just sort of guessing here. But to me, any combination that you get, Miami or Boston, Golden State or uh, Dallas, you, you have you have a compelling thing for viewers to watch. I mean, I think... Miami's the, compelling? I think they are. Okay. I think, I think. I mean, maybe... I do too. I just feel like they lack the superstar that every other team has. Jimmy Butler's a pretty good player, man. Yeah. Like he, he's, I mean, and he showed out like when they made it to the, well, the bubble and, and was great there. He's got the platform here. Sure. You I know, mean, like it, go for it. I mean, Boston Golden State would be, would be your big ratings bonanza uh, from our perspective. Uh, but I mean, if it's, if, if the, your second choice is Luca, I mean, that guy is an absolute wagon, I mean, man. Yeah. You know, it's wild looking back is that, and you didn't know, but sometimes the, sometimes you look back and these figure, you know, a guy that was playing on that big an international stage on that significant a level as, as a teenager in those EuroLeague championships where he was like the best player among the men, and that's men there. Yes. Uh, that, that's, in retrospect, you go, it shouldn't have been, a, it shouldn't be a shock now that that's what he is. No, and when you, I just want to emphasize the men part that he was playing. Like men. those men were the reason we had to bring pros back to the Olympics and make dream teams because we couldn't. Our 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 young players were getting dominated by those men. Like those guys play ball over there, men, and and in other countries, Argentina did the same thing. They just had men, and we couldn't do it. So that's that's the reason. And then to see him, I want to say, if he's he's going to be twenty three or he is. So he was like 17? That's what I'm talking doing about. Doing that. Right. He's a teenager. 17 years old. Men, dudes out there smoking at the free throw line. <laughs> <laughs> In the leagues what? where you go on the road and you're not winning, no matter how good you are. You're no, not winning. This has been sorted out earlier. Um, but he was, I don't know. He, I don't love all of the complaining. In fact, I don't like it at all. I mean, he complains constantly. and He's, he's consistent. Yeah, I mean, and he's eyeballing everybody and 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 crowds, and there's a lot of chit chat there. But at some point, if you want to talk that much, you want to eyeball everybody, and no one can check you, and no one can stop you, then somebody needs to stop you to stop all that. And thus far, like no one has. I just think about after seeing him in that game seven and do what he had twenty seven in the first half. Yeah, he had as many as Phoenix. Phoenix, And knowing his motivation, we talk about where he came from and playing against men, and then coming to this league, and then you get a chance to play the team that passed on drafting you and taking eight and one in a game seven on their home court. That's a, If I'm ever going to be talking, I'm going to be woofing in that one. Well, and there was <laughs> Booker did the flop and called it the Lucas special. Yeah. And, was I mean, like, they, they – and I like Booker a lot. He's one of my very favorite players to watch. And, um, you know, you, they, are, they, earned, they earned every bit of what they got there. Uh, I mean, 
that was just served up on a plate. Yeah. With, with Dallas gave to them. And I mean, like, you know, you got Phoenix sending out notes on social media about like, it's like, that's what you have to do, I guess these days, but it's like, you know what? Got your ass kicked. Exactly. Just take it. Exactly. It's over. It's, it's, you're going to get made fun of. That's what people do now. Sending that out. Like that, that's not, that doesn't, the internet doesn't read that and go, Oh man, <laughs> you know, they win and lose together and, and, and they'll be back. So mm. let's not send them. Let's not send things that make fun of them being down by 40 something points on their home floor game seven. Cause, cause they sent that statement out. Mm. Just don't do it. does not necessary. And it doesn't have any impact on the shit you're going to take. Cause you're just going to have to eat it. Um, and come back and fight another day, which, you know, presumably they will. The interesting eight in question. I mean, like, he apparently wouldn't go back in. I mean, Monty Williams, it's his internal. I think it was like 17 minutes he played. Not great. And no. that's a guy whose ceiling is, is, is high, but that's. In going back and talking about how con- Boston did their thing, uh-huh. that roster doesn't feel like they could just buckle down and be like, hey, we're good here. This is what we're going with. I mean, you got Paul with another year, Aiton, that contract thing that everybody says, you know, Maybe I should say everybody now says that's why you take care of it before the season, because now you're in the worst possible predicament with a number one pick that you took only a couple of years ago. So right, he's yeah. unhappy. The team's unhappy. The organization's unhappy because of how it ended after such a great regular season. And it's, and, it's just crazy to me. And had you told anybody that on Sunday at noon, East no. Coast time, nobody would have believed it. And that's, you know, that's the beauty of sports. Um or the downside if you're Phoenix. What do we got on the way out? You got anything? You got anything? I do. I want to Questions? start a new thing. I want to get you involved here. Oh, a new because, thing. Uh, here, hold on, hold on. New thing. It's something SB, I hate. SB Pod. Something I hate. New thing. New it's, twist on. Go ahead. I'm in the hotel, mm-hmm. and you know they have the music playing. You know, there's a there's elevator music, and then there's always like the older pop station, like that's kind of on. Mm-hmm. And it got me to thinking songs you hate that never go away. Mm. And this song I have hated since it came out in the nineties and it still comes on and it is a terrible song, okay. terrible song. So I need you to come up with a song. We're going to do this every week because there's, I have plenty of them. I was just writing them down in my room last night after hearing this song. Cause I was so angry that I had to hear this song Song that's older than 10 years old mm-hmm. that you hate. Okay. Mine, right now, this week, and I will have plenty moving forward. Four non-blondes, what's going on? It is atrocious. And it still plays to this day on the radio. Well, why do you, what do you dislike about it? When the lady goes, what's going oh, on? It's so is that what you bad. Hate? It's so <laughs> bad. And I oh you can, and you can't you, you constantly hear it and then you hear the hey 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 oh it's awful mm-hmm. awful okay and then it got me to think like I could think of a wedding and every wedding I go to there's like three of these songs okay so on the okay so I didn't know I was supposed to have a song that I that I hate I'll, I'll I'll think about Just think it. of a wedding I there's mean, songs that are played at weddings that are terrible. Well, the, the electric side's terrible. The Marcarena, terrible. Yeah, those aren't awesome. How about the Lou Vegas song? Remember that one? What did Lou Vegas sing? 
Mambo number five. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Those are awful. See, you got to remember, we used to have Bad Music Fridays, which I used to, you yeah. know, I used to live for that. When, <laughs> when, when that's the Celine, way it is, yeah. Celine, like when that, what's the part, what's there, the part where it hits? When you heard that at, at, at 101, one o'clock and one second, and you heard when you wanted that much, there's no easy way out. When, when you're ready to go and your heart's filled with doubt, don't give up on your faith. Because, Steve, love comes to those who believe, and that's the way it is. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> you, can say, you can say whatever you want about it, but I, I, that's a banger. That's All right, a, so you got a homework a bop. Um, But I, I need to tell you a song I hate. Mm. Um, I, can't hear, I can't hear anything in my head right now that I hate. I'm, 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 in, I'm in too positive a space. All right, I, I got one. There we go. That didn't take long at all. No, nope. we got nope. Um, California girls, not by the Beach Boys. David Lee Roth, Van Halen, David Lee Roth, Diamond Dave, <laughs> besmirching uh, a Beach Boys classic, singing California girls. That's that's not a good song. <laughs> See, yeah. it's not hard. I'm going to think about this I now. See, stay on. No, but see, because he's just like Aah! doing all that Diamond Dave shrieking stuff. Well, I had this conversation on the drive in today. See, they're not a rock and roll guy. Van Halen with, with him or Van Halen with Sammy Hagar, who's, which is a superior Van Halen. Because the Van Halen, when, when uh, David Lee Roth was the front man, those were better Van Halen songs, in my opinion. There's, they got some bangers because it was that. But see, that was all Eddie, and then Sammy is a superior front man because he's got the chops to yeah. be a full-on singer. And it's just it was like two different. There were different versions. They were much poppier. There was a much pop, much more pop Van Halen was with. Um, I mean, Van uh, Sammy Hagar is a different a different flavor. Yeah, but I mean, the early Van Halen was more like like running with the devil and Main Streets and all that stuff. You just wait to hear Eddie play. What is eruption. love? That's Sammy Hagar. It is. Why can't this be love? Okay. What is love? That's a, That's that. Baby, don't hurt me. That song sucks. Yeah, that one does. Suck. Actually, you know what? You put her on the right mood. <laughs> you get your head bobbing, right? Come on. See, this is and this. This was the line that we would skirt back yep. with the bad music Fridays. Shiloh hated it. Yeah, he he was not a fan. It, you would just. And meanwhile, I was over there just as happy as a puppy dog. Priscilla was over there brooding, sulking. It's like, this sucks. I hate it. Just tell me when it's over. He wouldn't put his headphones on. <laughs> he right. wouldn't. He'd wait. He didn't want to. Are we done? Yeah, he didn't want to participate in that. That's fine. It's, it's you know, everybody, everybody likes some things and doesn't like other things. Um, I like, I, I, I'm, into, I'm into Tulsa. I can't wait to find out more about it tonight. We got to give a pick for the people. Where are the speakeasies? Somebody get just someone out there and told, just give me credit. I'm good for it. <laughs> I swear to God, I am. I just don't want to. I'm not sending money to play blackjack. What, what is this? What are we doing? Somebody just bring me a brick of cash and I'll, I'm good for it. I'll sign a couple hats. <laughs> uh, a pick for the people? Yeah, I got two. I'm, I'm betting two guys to win. All right, Stanford Steve, ladies and gentlemen, this is just pretend like this is a daily wager, uh, but it's SV Pod, Stanford Steve. Your picks are? 
Victor Hovland, and Colin Morikawa. Okie doke. That'd be a hometown win in a sense. I mean, not hometown, but Victor Hovland is one of the many Oklahoma I State. I think this is the time he Cowboys breaks on. out. I mean, he's an incredibly talented player, top five in the world, I believe it is. And obviously, Morikawa's already won a couple. Um, I told somebody when I was asked somewhere, you're asked to pick a winner. And as, as Patrick Cantley said earlier today, we were joking about it. He goes, you get, you know, what are you supposed to pick, one out of 150? I'm like, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not like picking who's going to win Bama or Georgia, right? Yeah. A little different. A little <laughs> different than that. It's not like Bengals or Rams, although I did give you Ram, uh, Bengals and Low. No big deal. No big deal. <sighs> Sometimes as you just say, you know, Scotty Scheffler wins a lot when he plays, and he has said this is his favorite golf course in the world. And he just won the Masters. And so if we're picking two, just pick him and just go, why wouldn't you pick him? Okay. And um, you want to get uh, you want a breakthrough? Yeah. I'll give you a breakthrough. How about Xander Schauffele, who's played great in a bunch of majors? And how about him hitting the ball? Like those fairway, balls in the fairway, he's like over one, like 200 out and just – missiles like it just goes man well, it's again, unbelievable steve if we're walking with him if we stood on the pitcher's mound and watched a major league pitcher throw it we, we'd be we'd be impressed. i understand that but i'm not around it as much as you are like getting to see that every it's hole a, it's just amazing oh it's a blast watch. listen it's i I, awesome. mean, I walked nine holes with brian Harmon, and i'm like i walked off i'm like well he's gonna he's gonna finish in the top 10 for sure just based on how he hits it because i mean these guys are all so good at this game, and the, the difference is just fractional. So I say Scheffler, because why wouldn't you? And, and if someone's going to break through off of a great performance last week, give me a, give me a flyer on, uh, on, on Xander. All right. Uh, one other thing. You mentioned Scheffler when we got a chance to talk about him down on the chipping. He's in mid-conversation with you, mm-hmm. not even paying attention to what he's doing. He's got his coach there. Nope. He's got five balls right, right outside, uh, you know, on the, on, the, uh, on the fringe, and he's looking at you, talking to you, hits five balls, and looks at his coach like, we good? He's like, yep, all right, turn around. All right, let's go to the sand. Like, just uh, unbelievable to watch. Unreal. It is, and the, 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 thing, about, the thing about that guy is it's just his whole and, and it's been talked about a lot but maybe not people that listen to our podcast a lot like he's he's a young man but he's got a, an older mentality he just he's unimpressed with himself you know he's more interested in talking about you know the Mavs they yeah. said they said they were at game three of the Western Conference semis and you know he's a big time sports guy as so many of these guys are uh, which is why I think they tolerate our presence because we, you know, we can answer questions about yeah, sports. Right? <laughs> you know, we're not just in the way; we're actually able to give them, you know, a little bit of whatever chit chat about uh, what's going on. But Scheffler's just—he, I think he knows he's really good, and he also knows that it's so what. You know, yeah, doesn't mean I can't, you know, be a regular cat. He is, uh, but it, it's a—it's definitely a joke. You see it up close. It's, uh, you know, they—they they make routine shots out of shots that none of us could dream of pulling off. Um, one last thing. Yep. Spieth needs PGA for the career grand slam, right? That's correct. Oh, that's a pretty good storyline. Mm. Finished second last week, one at Harbor town. I mean, he's from Dallas. He's in a pretty good headspace. Pretty good headspace. That'd be, he hits uh, a pretty good dough. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. He, he too, you know, there's not a lot of guys out there topping it and hitting hosel rockets into the people. Not a whole lot of that going on. So. We got to get out tomorrow on the go. All right, who sucks today in the ball? Let's go watch. Them. <laughs> we'll just tweet that out. We'll just live. Who's tweet sucking the, today on the front nine from, from the race? Let's just say that maybe on the range from time to time they'll have some fun and just they'll hit it poorly on purpose. Yeah, just just so the people behind there behind the range are like, wow, that that guy sucks. Saw Higsey uh, on yeah? yeah, I haven't seen him yet. No, I te- he texted me. Sunday, he said, what do you think about my maps? I said, Luca Moneyline. So he was very happy with me. He's going to give me a big hug when he sees me. I bet Higgs can find me a brick of cash to, to just extend me credit. I'm just going to say, Higgs, give me, give me I, need, I, need, I need a sizable sum of cash so, I can, so we can get some gaming in. Um, all right. The quest for gaming continues. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, not going to happen. So on the way out, uh, Steve, oh, go ahead. They say if you stay out late enough in Tulsa, the gaming will happen. Oh, okay. We're gonna uh, we're gonna fire up California girls with Diamond Dave and uh, four non blondes for Steve. Meet up with Bunky Perkins, see what Tulsa's got to offer, and uh, and we'll see you on the TV. ESPN Plus, bright and early Thursday. We're on all day. Lots of different options, and uh, you gonna you, be on the Buck Podcast? Yes, I am on the Buck Podcast. Uh, the Buckcast. Wait, is that what it's called? Like, what I don't it? know. Everyone keeps know. calling it Manning Cast. I'm like, why do you guys keep saying that? They're not on it. Is yeah, it is, they're is, is, on is it? it. They're guests, but Joe and Michael Collins are hosting it. Okay. Well, that thing, you're on. Yeah, I'll be on there Saturday. Okay, outstanding. So there you go. Plenty of places to watch. Uh, Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you on the other side of Tulsa time.